0: Kit Laser. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. This time, we get an extra special episode. We're going to be talking about physical media, the current landscape. And we've got a very popular returning guest, mm. our friend. Alex, how are you, Alex? I'm good, man. I'm glad you needed another white guy's opinion. We do all the time, just please, God. We don't have that represented enough yeah. on the I show. I mean, you set up the bad signal for me where it's just like a, I don't know, like a plaid shirt, some jeans, and a pair of vans. Yeah, and I came, I uh, came a running. Uh, we thought it would be interesting. Actually, Alex thought it would be interesting. You texted me a couple of months ago, Something I think like now, that, yeah. and said, "Hey, I really want to come talk about uh, physical media." Its place in our current society, and I thought, you know what, that is an excellent discussion. And since we've got the strike going on, we've got plenty of time for yeah ancillary discussions like that. Um, mild strike update, by the way. The WGA uh, has met again this past Friday with the AMPTP, the governing body that represents the studios in the negotiations, and the studios have presented a new set of terms. For the writers, and then they're currently deliberating on that. So sometime this week, as you're listening to this, we'll get an update, potentially a very good one, that maybe the writer's strike has ended. I expect that the Screen Actors Guild strike will end shortly after the writer's strike ends, uh, because a lot of their goals are pretty similar. Mm -hmm. um, And I feel like the studios, once they have their writers back, are going to want their actors back immediately. So then game on for the lost coverage. Game on. Game on. Wayne's World reference. Awesome. Um, man,
1: I can't I'm so excited for people to listen to episode
0: six and seven
1: of our lost coverage <laughs> that we recorded like a month ago.
0: I hope it is hops right back. I hope we didn't kill the the steam. I don't think we did. You know, I, I, yeah. I just imagine. re-release one through five again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just start over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reboot. Watch strike. Um so yeah, that's that's something to look forward to. And most importantly, we hope that the writers and the actors get all of the the uh the items that they need to to live and work safely, right? Yeah. All of the, the things on their list. So, um, we're we're hoping for that. But we got our first sniff of hope as far as the strike goes, because it's the first time they met in like three months, yeah. right? The it strike's been going on for as I as I speak now, one hundred and three days. Dang! Um, so
1: it's the longest strike it's ever been. No, for the so, writers at least.
0: No, so the longest strike was in nineteen eighty eight. And the writer's strike then went on for 158 days. Oh, okay. Um, and the strike in 1960 that coincided with an actor's strike, the most similar one to what we're experiencing now, was 143 days long, I believe. Because mm-hmm. so I, I looked all this up the other day. It lasted 51 days after the actors joined. Okay. Because like, like now, the writers struck first, right? Mm-hmm. And then the empire struck back. Yeah. And then that's kind of where we're at. Um, so to, to like, uh, to, 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 to start a new precedent, it would, it could go on another couple of months and without breaking any records or anything, which was really disheartening to read. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that things are just categorically different in the current landscape and, um, but you could take that either way. Like part of me feared that the strike would have no resolution anytime soon, simply because part of what the writers are asking for is that the streaming services specifically release exact figures on the viewership of their shows and then pay residuals based on the success of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, they, there's, it's in the news every week that the, the old show Suits – are you guys a fan? Do you guys ever watch that show? Never watched it. I watched – like. Jesus, oh, like probably two thirds of the premiere when it aired. Kind of just because I think it was like buttressed up against Monday Night Raw or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it yeah. like one of those where I'm like, oh, it's it's on. But yeah. it felt like it was on forever. Yeah. I never got any further. But it was a little snappy, snappy well, little drama. It's been crushing it. Like there's three billion minutes viewed is what they keep saying recently about That's suits. so many suits. And uh, I think the <laughs> collective residuals paid out from suits uh, to all of the writers has been $3,000. So. It's not great for success on streaming. But here's my fear is that streamers are lying and they can't release those numbers, which Mm -hmm. are actually abysmal without their stock tanking as a publicly traded company. Yeah. And so they're like, stop asking for that. Like, we'll give you anything else. And that's why the negotiations stalled so quickly, Mm -hmm. because they're like, we fucking can't or we're toast. Sure. Um, So that's been my fear. We'll see what happens. Um, But, yeah, that's looking good. But in the meantime. Guys, we're going to be talking about physical media. Yeah. So let's start this off with just an overview of where you're at currently. How do you feel about physical media? Do you own a bunch of DVDs and Blu-rays? That's what we mean, by the way. We're talking about stuff you can hold. You know?
1: Laser discs. Yes. Get laser laser discs. Kit yes. laser Get discs. beta tapes.
0: Steve, we'll start with you because I happen to have purchased your entire collection from you.
1: You have. So we know the answer to this question yeah. already. Uh, yeah, so I I was actually, years ago, like in the mid-aughts, I was super heavily ingrained in the Blu-ray versus HD-DVD war mm-hmm. that overtook the nation in the mid-aughts. I lost you, a lot of boys in that war. A lot of, I think some of the finest men served in that war. <laughs> there was Dallas from Seattle. There was Cleveland from, from Detroit. Dallas, so. <laughs> and Tex, I don't remember what Tex was from. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I was really, really into it. I was on team Blu-ray. And so I like bought all sorts of I had a, I
0: had a massive
1: collection what? of video game system
0: was the one that used uh, HD. Was it the early Xbox? Yeah, it's the 360. You could buy a uh, like supplementary attachment that would yeah. run through like a micro USB and a power adapter. And that would be your HD DVD player. Like, it was like a separate drive, bay, like an external drive Then mm-hmm. uh, the PS3 had the blu-ray player actually baked into it and like part of the actual team function of it and that was really a big thing was Mm -hmm. you know you could buy a blu-ray player for 650 bucks or 500 bucks whatever they were but for like an extra 100 bucks like a ps3 snack a ps3 and all of a sudden you've got this
1: multi-purpose system even when the ps3 like went down in price finally it still was like the best Mm blu-ray player you could get on the market for a long time yeah which was insane but yeah so and i was obviously i was a sony boy i was into that sony boy I was into the Xbox versus Sony game wars of the mid 2000s. that was also raging the country mm. and that was just the side that I picked. Mm. And so I, I had so much physical media. I, I was super into buying Blu-rays and expanding my collection. But then as the years went on, like sometime around like 2013, I think, is when I stopped buying them, mostly due to like budgetary reasons, like money was a little tighter. Like I can't really like afford all this stuff streaming just started to be like normalized so i i kind of started doing streaming more and then i realized like i never get up to open a case i'm I just like what's streaming okay i'll watch sure. that and i was just kind of getting fed up with and i was moving into apartments which moving smaller. with them sucks yes yeah yeah and i was moving into smaller and smaller spaces because like you know now i'm in my apartment i've got boxes of these blu-rays that i'm not using mm-hmm. and so finally i was like i just I'm just going to get rid of it. And, I, you know,
0: I gave him I mean, you bought them from me. But, yeah, you, well, you, ha- tried you to have give my, them. I so, did try to give. So, them so to what you. happened was Steve said, "Why don't you come over, go through my collection because mm-hmm. he abbreviates everything. It's weird. And uh, <laughs> it's totes true. <laughs> come, go through my collection, pick out what you want. And so I come over. I'm excited because I'm rebuilding my collection. We'll get to that story later. I'm really excited to do that. And I start. I'm like, I want this. I want this. I want this. And I start looking. Steve has a particular taste. Mm-hmm. That I don't that I don't have. <laughs> uh, like he's got all of the seasons of Lost on Blu-ray, for instance. He's mm-hmm. got Fringe. He's got Firefly. Yeah. Um, Sci-fi boy. And I don't own any of this stuff. And so I look at him and I felt really guilty because he had a, I don't know, four or five hundred Blu-rays right, or something. Bunch of them, it yeah. was significant. Like, yeah. And I'm like, OK, he said I can have whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I just take it all that's fucking rude. Like yeah. I just because like maybe he's got <laughs> other friends that might want some stuff. Sure. So in a split second decision, I would and at the time you were going through what you were going through with your family splitting up and stuff. And maybe yeah. I don't think you were doing great like financially. It was like stuff you were still figuring out. And so I just yeah. thought, how about I just give you some money and I just take all of this? And you were such a nice guy. You're like, well, I feel a little awkward about that. Was, anyway, that's what happened. I sure I, I just took yeah, the yeah. whole fucking thing. And it ended up being a bunch of like um. You're gonna be aghast at this, but there was there was quite a few like WrestleMania Blu-rays and stuff. I had sure. to, I had to toss. <laughs> Hell yeah, you <laughs> toss those? Oh man, probably beautiful um, 1080i footage. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> oh
1: man, you should have given those back. It wasn't those are, you, me, those are memories. It was.
0: I don't know if I tossed them or if I donated it was them. The but. Rock
1: versus John Cena once in a lifetime, and then next year Rock versus John Cena twice in a lifetime.
0: <laughs> it wasn't even like. <laughs> classic if it was like the original royal like some bam bam Bigelow shit or something yeah, i would have caught sure. it Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. but it was like uh it was it was years it was like 20 minutes and shit yeah, like yeah, i don't care the about tvpg yeah. era 2011
1: was that noise. <laughs> it was my when i was getting back into wrestling i bought the five previous years wrestlemania so i could catch up on yeah, what you happened need archival in wrestling footage
0: and yeah. you realize that oh if i just turn on the most recent episode of wrestling they'll just catch me up to everything yeah yeah. So many commercial breaks. Like,
1: if you're just joining us, here's the 15-year legacy of the WWE title. Like <laughs>
0: Basically, <laughs> if you're just joining us. Um, but other than that, you know, it, it all sits proudly on my shelf, right? Um, but, yeah, so that's what happened with Steve. I mean, do you have any books or any physical media? Do you collect – how do you do with CDs? Uh, dude, I haven't collected CDs ever. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just not a –
1: when it comes to music, I hopped on pretty early of digitally collecting music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a the lot of... How early? Oh, my gosh. Like, before that, it was... Kazaa? <laughs> yeah, Bear Share, Kazaa. Yes. All those um, downloading Lime platforms. LimeWire. Lime Wire? Yeah. FrostWire. I didn't use FrostWire, mm-hmm. but I do remember it. There's yeah. a lot of wires. Yeah, a lot, a lot yeah. of them. So I, I had adopted, like, digital music pretty early on, like, in the early
0: 2000s, maybe late 90s, even? Remember when you could burn a CD... I would burn them all the time. Yeah, Just a hot mixtape for your friends. Like, Hi, my-
1: are you a co-worker I have? Let me burn you a CD of my favorite songs this year that you un- unsolicited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boner <laughs> jams, 08. I love the way you phrase when you discovered pirating. Because when you're just like, I hopped on, I was an early adopter to digital music. And it's just like through things like Napster and Kazan. It's like, no, you're not bullshitting me. Like, uh, no, I know what you're saying. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) I wasn't paying for this music. Right. (laughs) You know that old ad like
0: you wouldn't you wouldn't steal a car. (laughs) You wouldn't download a car. It's like I I would download a car if I could. 3D printers. Yeah. (laughs) There's actually an interesting uh, conversation I'm not qualified to have about how piracy is actually really good for art. Mm. Uh, I've seen Mm -hmm. people claiming that a lot Mm -hmm. recently, and I don't know the finer points of the talk. We can get into that here, I think. Oh, you have one? Well, I think it's relevant from a sense of, like, people see it as, like, almost like a moral advocacy for uh, art preservation. Yeah. yeah. So, Alex, where do you stand? How's your physical media going? Uh, It's one of those things where, like, I waffled for a while. Like, when I was younger, like, uh, like mid-teens, it was always something that was around. Like, my dad bought a lot of, like, VHSs and things like that. And then, so it was kind of always, like, part of me, in a way. And so then by the time I was like in my teens and like mowing lawns for cash and stuff like that, I that's like all I spent my money on was just like DVDs that you know, go to Media Play, Best Buy, like Suncoast at the mall and stuff like that. And go every Tuesday when the new releases came out. Not not that crazy, but it'd be like uh, on weekends or like, you know, do you remember Phil's records? Hell you yeah, found? I Phil's. Yeah, that's still kicking. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the like well, fifth location. I the original location in yeah. Latonia there. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's the Latonia one and there's the one in uh, Fort Mitchell too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Yeah. So, you know, you do stuff like that. But then uh, I uh, started working at GameStop when I was 18. And right around that time was both at the peak and sudden end of when they were taking DVDs and trade. And you were just take we take took in everything that would come through, you know, give like a quarter a buck for whatever. And you'd sell them. You would sell them back for like five, six bucks, whatever. But like employee discount, you just start spending all my money on that. Yeah. And so I amassed a massive like DVD collection just ahead of Blu-rays that I ended up just like partying with in between moves and running out of money. And it becomes a thing that's like, I have these things I can sell. Got out of it for a while because like you guys said, moving with them sucks. Yeah, they're, they're ridiculously heavy, like shockingly heavy. And they fill up a box real quick. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no good way to stack them. Or they don't, but then like the box is way heavier than you think. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. as far as like oh, yeah. I fill it halfway with Blu-rays and I'm like, oh, fuck. I always love uh, when, you're, when you're packing your DVDs,
1: if all DVDs or Blu-rays follow the same packaging mm-hmm. it would be fine but then you get like the special the collector's edition that has a steel book and it's always a, a mm-hmm. different size the only so kind i hate together.
0: are the i forget what it's called but it's the, the, the paper kind of, ones they like snap open yeah fuck those it's like a
1: it's like a cardboard yeah, front like the, with like a little plastic, like plastic clips I what,
0: yeah they were i have a couple that are still like that <laughs> yeah. but uh got out of it for a while because moving with them sucks yeah and really like condensed it down uh, a lot and then just within the last year really got back into it because Got back into like home theater stuff yeah. and then found out like, like really started looking into the 4K stuff because for a while I was like, who gives a shit? Like can't really tell a big difference. And then I saw it from the preservation standpoint, like we were talking about with piracy, where I was seeing like these 50, 60, 70, 80 year old films that I adore look like they're maybe 20 years old. Yeah. Like at worst. And I was like, oh, I get it now. And so because it started becoming from like a weird historical preservation standpoint where it's like, I want to get these incredibly old movies that look like they were filmed yesterday, you know, and really appreciate that aspect of it while also still picking up things that I love. But I've something like I've really gotten into and really started becoming like a weird advocate for. Yeah. Yeah. No, same. So. Um, I'm the same as you. I didn't work at GameStop for a long time. I know you were, you were, you you danced around it. You were there a long time for a long time. (laughs) Um, but I also, uh, my, my mom and dad had a bunch, a bunch of Disney VHS. Mm -hmm. I can remember, um, even like foam, like white cases, early bootlegs too, which I didn't realize at the time, but my dad, do you remember those VHS cases that were just all black? yep yeah solid black you could buy like for your own tape my, i had a bunch of those with just like silver sharpie written on the side yep. that said dick tracy you know and as a kid i'm like they could have put more effort into this uh, uh poster <laughs> <laughs> art and now i'm like oh my dad had bootlegs yeah you're know, doing the whole like running a vc like written one did you so you lived close to like the movie warehouse movie right? warehouse yeah so was were, my, yeah my that, was, that was mine too it was like movie warehouse was first blockbuster was second yeah by and then far was movie gallery in latonia and rob's but video they, way down oh god Rob, you rob's video is <laughs> (laughs) scooters and tanning beds, (laughs) but with movie gallery, they would always put the WrestleManias behind the wrong, cases so i tried to rent wrestlemania 12 like three different times and came home with 11 every time because you didn't know your roman numerals no it's because like they they kept everything i think behind a lot on a lot of the stuff yeah. where uh they pull it out and, like you'd get the empty case they put it. trying in to whatever. get your mom to rent you uh jerry springer's too hot for tv and know? coming home with <laughs> Mari's you know <laughs> i swear it's not what you think it's not what you think um, I remember distinctly. I wanted Brave Little Toaster. I think I've told you this story before. Brave Little Toaster's worse for kids. Uh, <laughs> where I tried to rent Quills, the Jeffrey Rush movie about Marquis de Sade. Okay. And it's, I don't know if you've ever seen it, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of like dark things in it, including mm-hmm. like sex, but not even like normal sex, like yeah. Marquis de Sade sex. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I'm like, I'm like 11 and I come up to the counter like, I would like to rent Quills, please. and. <laughs> And my mom's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's about writing, it's I guess. It's a movie about feathers. And the guy, fucking Brad, the guy working the counter. Brad. Because I was there every day for hours. So I knew these guys. He yeah. betrayed me. He looks right at my mom and he's like, I don't think you should watch Quills yeah, yeah. is what it's about. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> man, I, it's, it's never fun being the Brad if you know the kid. But like when you don't know the kid, it's a fuck ton of fun being the Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun being when the I Brad. When I went to the movie
1: theater, that was the most fun thing. It was to yes. get, get just to get kids to out of be the 17 Brad. like rated R movies. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, I, I live for that shit. Like, <laughs> oh, hello. You guys are
0: bastards.
1: <laughs> you are the only employees I'm
0: allowed to be a dick to. Uh, hello, small child. Can I speak to your mother about Grand Theft Auto Five, please? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. What made yep. me so mad is my mom didn't actually care. She mm-hmm. was just like morally put in a spot in front of these other adults yeah. where she's like, oh, this guy thinks I should care. So now I have to be like, uh-uh. between the quills and the hard place. I'm like, mom, I sat on the floor and watched American History X in the fucking living room last night. That movie you know? <laughs> teaches you something. It does. I'm just saying. Like, I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hate his baggage. Um, <laughs> so and- <laughs> so I had the same childhood, though, where I would go to Phil's records all the time. Andy and I were were really close. Sure. And Andy's family had some money and mine didn't. So I would very rarely have the money to like spend with yeah. him. But I'd have like 20 bucks. And Andy had like a really impressive collection. He had every single video game system that ever mm-hmm. came out and all the handhelds. I mean, the guy, I was so jealous. But. I loved buying CDs it was my first physical media thing because I was obsessed with music. I thought I was going to be a rock star. And Back then, we had those like uh, zipper up cases where like yeah. all the little pockets for your oh, CDs. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I put
1: my DVDs for a while when I was in high school, like a monster. Ooh, oh, God. that makes me,
0: me want to puke. I know. Man.
1: <laughs> oh, trust me. When As soon as I turned 18, I was like, this is bad.
0: When he gave me his collection, he gave me one of those uh, CD cases. Yeah, and I had to I put all the, the DVDs cases back. That's oh, right. Like, yeah. Do you want snakes on a plane That's on where DVDs? The rest Wrestling ones were. They wouldn't, they didn't even have cases. They yeah. were just in there. It wasn't my fault. What am I going to do with that? Um <laughs> so I bought all these CDs. I adored them. And then over time, we started burning them mm-hmm. and ripping them, and mm-hmm. then iPods came out. But in my late teens, maybe 16 or so, I started buying all these DVDs. Cause back then that was such a joy. Like your friend would come over. Yeah. He would hand you a DVD of like slc punk or gummo mm-hmm. or something movie. bizarre and you'd be like it was like this thing you could hold and you couldn't rent it at the movie right. warehouse it was like there was no streaming or internet of it it yeah. was just like if you knew a fucking weird guy that had a copy of gummo sure or romper stomper or something like you were in and if you didn't know that weird guy you were out and yeah. it made it special and so i started collecting i had a massive i don't know 1500 2000 DVDs and then early Blu rays by mm-hmm. the time I was 18 or 19. But I also had a rabid opioid addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all I would do is snort my pills, smoke cigarettes and weed, and watch movies. That's all I, I did not work because I was like a thief and stuff. So I didn't have to do any of that. I live in my girlfriend's parents' house and I'm watching all these movies and stuff all the time. And one day I got desperate enough. I took that entire fucking collection and all my books. I collected a ton of books mm-hmm. too. Um, It's so ridiculous to think about it now. I'm like. Almost homeless, I'm couch surfing, and everybody who would let me crash at their place, I've got these giant Tupperwares <laughs> of autographed novels and giant Tupperwares of Blu-rays and DVDs and like a duffel bag of clothes. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and they're like this guy. This guy's got his priorities. Uh, so finally, I'm dope sick. I'm oh sad.
1: man, is that SLC punk in there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, well, you that can guy's live got with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I take it to half price books. All my books. Yeah. All my movies. I get like 300 bucks for six grand of stuff. Yeah. And I get high for a day. Yeah. I come home with a bunch of dope all happy and then realize what am I going to do now? Right. I like to get high and watch movies. Right. So then I get super depressed. And I think that's accelerated my like descent into actual like madness was the fact that like that was like a symbolic. okay, I've sacrificed everything i sure. care about for this drug now um so when i got sober i was probably two or three years sober before i started buying dvds and blu-rays again mm-hmm. um and uh my son was an infant in the stroller i lived in erlanger by the last movie shop in northern kentucky that i'm aware family of video. family video yeah. I live right next door to family video. And Mason would only go to sleep if I pushed him in his stroller. Mm -hmm. And so I had this routine where I would walk around the parking lot, like the apartment complex, with him in his stroller. And I would walk up to family video, and he'd be asleep by then. Mm -hmm. And they had three Blu-rays for $21. Okay. And I would just yeah. go through those every other Seven day. Yeah, it's yeah. a great deal. And buy, and that's how I started getting my collection yeah. back. And it was kind of like the symbolism of me regaining myself when I was sure. buying them at the time. I didn't know, like, physical media was going to make a resurgence or anything. It just felt right. I've right. always just liked looking at them. Um, yeah. Like, I blind buy movies all uh, the time. I can't anymore. All the time. I can't do that. I've got, like... 80 movies I own unwrapped, never watched them, but Ooh. they're like classics and stuff. Usually sure. it's like curse. I was ran or something, yeah. you know, it's just like um, anyway. So that's what happened now. The collection is bigger and better than it's ever been. There you go. Um, I've got, I don't know, two, three thousand Dang. blue. I stopped buying DVDs. It yeah. really bothers me to buy a DVD. Yeah. I mean, like you're going like two generations back and that sort of said, you know, like there's yeah. certain things that are like only available on DVD where like for me, it's like I have, there's certain things where it's like, OK, it, the, the line has stopped yes. here. But like, you know, maybe one day. But yeah, I think the last DVD I bought was like a year ago. I bought Paper Moon. I found it. Fucking, Books. Yeah. I've still Do never you know? watched Paper Moon. Man, you got to get on it. But like, like you Everybody. said, though, it's not just the fact that, like, some nerds like to own them. Like, mm-hmm. vinyl made a comeback, you yeah. know, and it's just kind of neat. But, like, I think unlike vinyl, unless you could make a, an argument for it, I guess, but the movies are actually better. Like you were saying, if you get the right, like, uh, file format, compression form, mm-hmm. like, uh, directors come out with, like, remastered versions yeah. with approved aspect ratios, the sound redone, Criterion's great about this mm-hmm. stuff. Like a true 4K Blu-ray um with a 4K player and a 4K TV. Yeah, you cannot get that kind of quality on streaming. It well, because of the compression. It's currently impossible. Yeah. 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 You can't you can't do anything like that. Cause that's the thing is like when you look at 4K streaming, I saw it get equated to like streaming something in 4K on Netflix over what is just like a standard average like internet connection is basically the same as watching the Blu-ray of it on a disc. Where mm-hmm. like you're getting What would either equate to of the highest end of the lower version or the lowest end of the highest version. Right. And so you're losing all that because it's one of those where if you like subscribe to Disney Plus and you can uh, download episodes to stuff. There are things where it's like whole hour and a half, two hour movies that are like not even a gig when you download it. And you think about like that compression, what you're losing in there. And yeah, that's that's one of the big benefits of getting anything on the disc is. So So I've got a a 4K TV, Mm -hmm. uh, a Sonos Surround sound system um for the sound, the, for that Dolby baby, that 5.1, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, I got the play bass, the two play ones, and a subwoofer. And I don't honestly, I'll be honest, I don't mm-hmm. pop in my Blu-rays very often. Sure. Like Steve was saying, there's a laziness to it, even though my collection's right there. Like yeah. last night, yeah. He's like, hey man, we gotta watch Forrest Gump for the podcast. I own Forrest Gump mm-hmm. for sure. hmm but first, I look at my Apple TV, I hold I hold the little <laughs> microphone, and I go, Forrest Gump. And it says- well, Strong on, on sh- Paramount. It's on Showtime or whatever. Showtime, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And I'm like, play, rather than get up and right. pop it in. You probably have to open it. But if it's something, if it's a fucking stunning, gorgeous yeah. movie, if it's like Fury Road or something like mm-hmm. that, which is my go-to for stunning, gorgeous, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going for the 4K Blu-ray every yeah. time. You know, I'm going to get my ass up and pop it in the PS5, but- a lot of I watch a lot of stuff that I own. I have done okay. This is gonna make me sound like a terrible person. I have rented a movie for $3.99 mm-hmm. rather than get up oh, and Christ. walk seven feet. What are you doing? And pull my Blu-ray out. <laughs> uh, 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 we live two do, very different lives. It's eleven thirty PM, my guy. <laughs> I gotta I <laughs> can't use my feet. Oh my God. No. I gotta open the box. I used to be I'm not uh, proud of that. I'm not proud of that.
1: I used to, in the dying days of Blockbuster, I got their subscription service. I don't know if you remember, they mm-hmm. they had a subscription service at the end. And I would go up, select a random Blu-ray that I was interested in. I would take it home where I had a Blu-ray ripper and I would rip the Blu-ray onto my computer and then return it like within an hour. Like, thanks. <laughs> and I was just creating, I have a hard drive in my uh, desk right behind me that's just a bunch of Blu-ray quality ripped uh, uh movies that I ripped off of Blockbuster. Never even watched. <laughs> some, of, some of them, no, I never watched. You're right. I haven't watched some of them. But yeah, like those files are like 50 to 100 gigs. Like, yeah. a, like a direct rip from a Blu-ray is that big of a file size. And yeah. to your point, Alex, like it's not that if you're streaming.
0: No, well, not in the slightest. And you just, but like what we were talking about earlier, the, the role of piracy and physical media in, like, because Netflix Uh, or more, more specifically, yeah, Netflix actually, but HBO max, all these places, Mm -hmm. they will remove one of their shows or one of their original movies from their streaming service without licensing it to anyone else. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you can't watch the fucking shit anywhere except for the nerds like us that bought the limited physical release, which was so dumb at the time people were making fun of me. Like, why do you own Westworld season one? That's so dumb. Cause we're going to review it for the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> i just <laughs> why do you own it and i'm i'm like i don't know i just like the box look cool i, I love yeah. the show now that shit's taken off of hbo ha one of the things like the is it
1: really do they take westworld yes. off of max yes are you kidding me yes why i'm not
0: no i mean westworld's one of the ones they're gonna license it probably to like netflix or something later or like i think it'd be a thing especially during the strike. Zaslov's losing his mind well i think if i was i think the argument would be to take it off of max and then license it out to like an AMC mm-hmm. or like a, like a ba- like a not basic cable, but like a cable, like broadcast yeah. station, like you some know. kind of version of syndication or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that would probably be more, that's their goal the for a lot of this stuff, but mm-hmm. some of it's just never to be seen again. Mm-hmm. Um, or like there's all kinds of movies you can't buy a physical copy of back to pirate boy over here, yeah, uh, or, yeah, or, but you can find it on, um, YouTube. Yeah. And it's because some fucking champion, mm-hmm. Did that 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like slipped by all the copyright. Like the uh, There's a movie, I forget what it's called. It's got uh, Tobey Maguire and Leonardo DiCaprio from the early 90s. What is that called? And they act terrible the in it. The Good Son? No, no, no. That's a
1: that's that's of Maca- Boy.
0: Yeah, it's McCall I forget Elijah what it's Wood. called, but they hate the movie. And they wanted it because the director said it was going to be a short film. And he turned it into a feature film. And they act like terrible people in it. The rumor is that it's really close to how they actually are. And that's why they hate it so much. Um, long story short, you mm-hmm. can't find that movie anywhere. Showing it, like licensing it in America is illegal because they they won the lawsuit or whatever. You can, But you can buy the Blu-ray in like Australia. Mm-hmm. But it's on fucking YouTube is where I'm getting at. It. Yeah. It's because yeah, yeah. some champion was like, this is art we should all have access to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of movies like that. The original Fantastic Four mm-hmm. uh, that was yeah. just like a tax write off by, by Roger yeah. Corman or whatever. That's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. So I think it it does play a role, not just for movie nerds, uh, but for like art curation in general. Yeah. Going back a step, uh, even more recently with Max, they I saw they were taking down uh, Over the Garden Wall, which I don't know if you've seen that. I saw the news about that. Yeah, I'm not familiar uh, with the movie. It, have you seen it, Steve? No. You would love it, I think specifically. But mm-hmm. it is... Does it suck? No, it's amazing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> right? God. I'm right here. I've seen
1: your Blu-ray collection. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they, it's it was an Emmy Award winning uh, like anim- series of animated shorts. They're each like, I think oh, there's 12 of this. them. and I think there's like 10 minutes each. But they're taking it down for max, apparently, right as it's getting to be like that time to watch it. Because it's very like autumn setting, very Halloween themed, very like yeah. that kind of time. But. The last time it had a physical release in North America was a limited run DVD back in like when it came out. So it's one of those things we're going back to like from a preservation standpoint and from just an accessibility standpoint, we're seeing it, you know, with like right away. It's not just, you know, Netflix taking down Netflix We're like, oh, we're not going to do House of Cards anymore. You know, it's like stuff that hasn't seen the light of day in so long. It's just like, you know, at risk of being lost. And like that's just in our generation. Yes. Yeah. Disney's pulling out of a physical in Australia, too. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, my shit's going to skyrocket in value. Right. <laughs> I'm actually looking at a copy of one of my favorite movies, The Handmaiden. It's mm-hmm. a Park Chen wook film. Um, there is no American Blu ray of it available anymore. Okay. It's out of print. So you have to buy. And I don't have a. So there's Region A players, which yeah. is what we have in America, and then Region B players, which is elsewhere. Such a dumb uh, concept. And so I don't have a region B player. Like a region free player is like 400 bucks yeah. or something. I'm not there. However, I did learn that. You probably know this, but I learned this like six months ago. Mm-hmm. They can't region lock 4k. Yeah. So if there is a 4k available, I just like, I bought a 4k old boy and fucking okay. cheated the system. Like, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Paid the like 80 the bucks locked, for the steel book or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck it. Um, but there is no 4k for the handmaiden. And it mm-hmm. makes me very upset. Mm-hmm. So. Please do that. There, is, it is. It is on Prime Video, but I really want the Blu-ray. On the topic of 4K Park Chan Wook, did you see Decision to Leave's getting one? I bought. Like the actual like 4K. Like 4K, Decision, no, I do yeah. own the Blu-ray, but I don't have. So the, I think Decision to Leaves getting a 4K release like this year or next year because of what happened to all his other films. Mm-hmm. I immediately bought Decision to Leave on Blu-ray. Yeah. Like while these are hot. When you loved it so much, I did love it so yeah. much. Five stars, baby. That's my favorite director. Yeah. But there's all kinds of movies you literally can't even buy the Blu-ray or DVD for mm-hmm. uh, and because all the time I'll look. And like like the Handmaiden Region A Blu-ray um, it's like $600 on eBay. Jesus. And it's fucking bonkers, man. Jeez. Bonkers because they go out of print. Like uh, look up a Dogma on Blu-ray. Yeah. That's a whole Weinstein distribution issue. Yeah. Too. He yeah. refuses to let go of the licensing mm-hmm. of it, and which probably won't happen until he dies, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, one which can hope hopefully be soon. Yeah. <laughs> one can, one can hope <laughs> that dream can come true. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say from like the, the digital standpoint, like I get it. Like there's that sheer like general laziness that you talked about too, or it's like, it's easier if it's on paramount or whatever, yeah. to stream something, you know? uh the big thing for me is it's the fact that at any point like that digital library that you've accumulated can be revoked even the ones that you bought yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. you're you're not paying it's in the in user license you're, you're licensing it. yeah yep. it's a really 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 long lease yeah basically that if you know your in well, if your internet goes out what if like amazon just decides like eh, prime video not a thing anymore you know you lose all that stuff and so like it's nice to like they physically own it. You yeah. have it because you like, can't take it from me, right? Unless they break in and right. literally take it, which is right. possible. And, you know, get like Don Cheadle let off a big EMP, internet goes down. So, like super nerds, like even nerdier than me, because yeah. I've had this physical media argument online many times, sure. as you can imagine, as a proponent of physical media. And there is the argument of, well, you don't actually own the digital movies, and uh, what if your internet goes out? There is an argument I can't say anything to, and mm-hmm. that is the ultra nerd status, mm-hmm. and these are guys. That are saying, no, 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 no. I'm saying you rip those movies, you put them on a private server, a yeah. private hard drive. Yeah. That is the ultimate because it's not taking up space in my house. Sure. Like Plex but server. also, no yeah. one else can take it. And then the hard drive will crash <laughs> and they don't have a backup. <laughs> yeah, get them. Get them. Yeah. You know, is this sure, is true. I don't know. I nice. don't any of that stuff. Well, works. I feel like if you're at that level of nerd, you're the type
1: of nerd that's throwing up backups. And- oh, sure. Likely.
0: <laughs> but still, it's not. Totally fail safe, you know. That's true. Yeah. House fire. Yeah, you know, then everything's melted. But insurance, you know, and just like get State Farm on the phone, like you decide. No, I mean house fire for the hard drive. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get my collection back. (laughs) Get that shit insured. I don't. I should at this point. I mean I've got some expensive pieces in there. Yeah. Got the Wong Car Y full box set. Yeah.
1: Now you're just making up words. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It can be tough out there as we try to navigate the many twists and turns that life throws our way. Not every problem we face has an obvious or easy solution, but talking through these issues can always bring major benefits. So whether you're dealing with a career change, relationship help, or just getting used to your new normal, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. I myself have benefited from therapy. I have benefited from BetterHelp. I was struggling to find myself and figure out who I was post-divorce. BetterHelp matched me with an amazing therapist who taught me all about codependency, what it was, and ways I can combat it and realize my whole true self. So if it sounds like therapy is the right move for you, then give BetterHelp a try. It's online convenient, flexible, and can work with your schedule. Filling out a brief questionnaire is all it takes to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time. To start your own therapy journey, visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash streaming things. Hey, stream fiends. Over here at Streaming Things, we like to give a special shout-out to all of our members of our Patreon, but we want to specifically shout-out our super patrons for the month of August. So thank you. Becky Ledusky, Kaylee Sampson, Stanton Valentino, Huckleberry Cauliflower, Giancarlo Gasparin, Mike from New Hampshire, Brett X, Emily Scarano, Little Tickler, Svento7, Jay Scramo, AK Ashley Ray, Adam Busby, Wendy O'Loughlin, Jason Hawkins, Trey Barrera, Conrad, David Malfara, Professor Beth RN, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Charlie Friday, Alexis Adler, The Pedal Peddler, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, John Collins, Amber McVeigh, Amanda King, Trisha Bueller, Sun Loving Mortal, Suzanne Road Jadinklage Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kate, Kalisha Reeves, Aaron Armstrong, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Ashley Powers, Stephen V, Casey McCain, and enza thank you all so much and back to the show that's like the biggest thing that i miss personally about um my lack of physical media now is the access to all of like the dvd extras that would come
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's another thing digital copies hardly ever have that extra stuff
1: yeah hardly ever and i feel like that's a part of like the whole process of movies that that will be lost over time because you know they're not going to make that shit anymore because no one's buying dvds right Yeah, are they still
0: like compiling B roll and stuff as much? Like, well, I guess they are now because Mm -hmm. the physical media is making a resurgence, but
1: yeah i don't know uh, i don't think it's happening as wide scale because they would do that shit for like we, we we made a movie called wag the dog and it's like <laughs> we got all the bts director's commentary <laughs> for the mid-level drama that aren't yeah that isn't being made anymore
0: well they would have like full documentaries
1: document yeah, yeah full documentaries you get to like interview like i'm the sound guy that worked on cars <laughs> yeah. this is my philosophies for for doing the like, sound design on cars yeah and like
0: the character design that's for generally interesting yeah like interesting the bonus features. Of Sin City was what got me into like, oh, I want to make movies. Yeah. You know, Cause he's like Robert Rodriguez in his basement, just with After Effects open on a massive like curve. Ski. He's like, yeah, you know, this is just what I'm doing. And he's like, oh, want yeah, to make the car look like it's spinning. I just, you know, craned up and spawned the car and craned down. I'm like, you're a genius and I love this and I want to do this. Dude, you know, that, like, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. wild walking through that studio and seeing, like, he's like, here's the room where sure. the entirety of Sin City was filmed. And it's not a huge room. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, maybe it's crazy. A, maybe like an elementary school gymnasium. Yeah with like just one wall as a giant green screen and And it's like what the fuck that's nuts yeah Yeah.
1: that's the thing i miss and there's also i don't know if you guys remember this but there is an art to a dvd menu Uh, that is out the window yeah that's gone (laughs) that is a that is a type of a line of work that doesn't exist anymore Mm -hmm. and it's so sad because i i like just the way like do you remember the the indiana jones trilogy dvd menus where it's like oh i want to You would click on the special features and then they would do like, a, oh, we're going through the the mine cart. Now we're at this menu like that sort of like interconnectivity between the pages was such a a work of art that doesn't exist anymore. Not only
0: that, but like the pop culture resonance of just the title menu. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many times I made love. To the title menu of The Departed, you know? Like, just like ASMR whispering, just like, oh, ship up to Boston for me. <laughs> <Just> like, oh, <laughs> climbing up the top side, and I lost my legs. Over and over, dude. <laughs> or like fell asleep high to like the planet Earth. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Welcome to planet Earth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, do you remember how some DVDs would have like uh like a mysterious page that you had to like well you press up up 349 on your remote in in this particular sub menu and it'll open up a secret No, I
0: I don't remember how to do it, but on the Final Fantasy, the spirits within DVD, which I continue to say is the only Final Fantasy anything I've ever finished is (laughs) same. There's a certain thing you can do in the menu where you go to like one sub menu and you go down to like some weird active frame that you can't tell is actually part of the menu. But if you select it, it's a fully animated rendition of the uh, characters in the movie doing thriller. Yeah, that
1: yeah. type of shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. I had no so idea that anything that, like this existed. The one the that I think Singer of is uh, DVD had karaoke mode. Did it really? Yeah, where oh, it had like popular so... music from the actual movie itself, and it would actually do like a karaoke mode for that's you. That's
1: so good. Oh my god! The one that I was thinking of was in a uh, Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones. You can go to a specific menu and do some sort of random string of prompts from the remote, mm-hmm. and it would bring up a short little scene of. Because it had digital, that was the first movie with a digital Yoda. Oh, yeah. And it had, like, the digital Yoda, and there's, like, a bunch of digital clones. And then they, like, start going... And then, like the little Yoda's, like doing like no way gang signs and like dancing around. Oh man,
0: yeah. Oh, Lucas had
1: a ball with that. You you can find that on YouTube. Someone like put like the Yoda dance. Sure. that you
0: can see it, but um, it's not as magical. Yeah, no.
1: when you stumble across it, like wait, you do what? And then you put in the inputs. You're like, whoa, that worked. No way. I feel like I'm part of some yeah.
0: fraternity that knows. I'm taking this. notes to remember to make a TikTok video about secret DVD menus.
1: That's a good topic. I'm
0: having my mind. Blown right I now. Know if I can Google real quick, uh, secret DVD menus. You're gonna get to some other shit. <laughs> so I, I brought I brought some perhaps startling statistics for the two of you. We're Drop going it, it on the media uh, well, while, while you're Googling this. So this is for the week ending of August 5th, and I know you you can kind of like eyeball some of your curving in case you know. No, I don't. Yeah, t- no, it's, I, all, it's, good. Just it's all good. Could, me, Could you guess that's what it looks like? <laughs> Could you guess? The percentage for week ending August fifth of two thousand twenty three in the United States, the percentage of physical media movie sales that DVDs took up. I'm gonna be. Di- I think it's disappointingly high, or maybe it's what it sounds like and mm, it's can, low.
1: Can you repeat that for me, real quick? Yes, Sorry. yes.
0: For the week ending of August fifth, two thousand twenty three in the United States, for physical media sales regarding movies, the percentage of the sales, so out of a hundred, that DVDs occupied. Yeah, so like for all the movies of yeah. that were sold, oh, oh, what percentage see, was DVDs? I'm mm-hmm. gonna
1: say, I, I would say 34. I'm gonna go
0: 45. Mm. 48.4 percent. <gasps> That's gross. Was DVDs, Blu-rays <laughs> were 30.7 and 4K UHD was 20.9. Wow. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three actually was almost an even split between the three formats. 34 percent, 34 percent for 4K and Blu-ray, and 32 percent for DVD. Because I think of the people that. DVDs are just cheaper. Well, have you seen they're that? They're cheaper and they're uh, a lot more
1: easily accessible now. Because I know for the longest time, mm-hmm. like, the PlayStation 2 was the highest
0: selling yeah. console year over year, like, up until, like, 2015. So one of the things, uh, two things really is, I don't know if you've seen this, Walmart has actually been doing their DVD-sized cases of things that are, it's the 4K disc, the Blu-ray, the DVD, and the digital copy. Yeah, there's, like, the multi-format is what they call that, right? Yeah, but it's just it's just everything. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and uh, but there was that, and then Walmart I hate because they they predominantly sell DVDs, yeah. even if they're brand new movies. Because mm-hmm. if I stop in that aisle, like I always do in any superstore, I always yeah. stop by the movies. I fucking hate Walmarts because it's it's like 80% DVDs. I don't have the article handy. There's one where I think Walmart is opening up negotiations with a group. It's called like SDS. I think it's like Universal and another studio that likes to partner with retailers to actually like work with them on their physical media distribution and like their aisles and setups and stuff like that. Well, Best Buy was actually removing their physical media from movies. I heard that in some stores. Mine's still kicking. You get the one in Florence, right? No, I got uh, one. And yeah, I have one over in uh, more towards the west side. I this think I've it. been to that and it's got an extensive movie collection. They, they, there were two. There was one. I went to a random Best Buy in West Ohio out. and yeah. was like,
1: oh. there's there's <laughs>
0: one. In, if you ever want the closest equivalent in the area to a Best Buy in the 90s, it is the Best Buy at Waterstone Plaza around so Fairfield. Circuit City. I would mean, kind of, yeah. Where it's just like, you <laughs> actually walk in big. and like, there's still someone sampling the car audio section. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah. Like, okay. Like, cool. There's a Squire guitar. My guy.
1: Yeah. That's they even so- had a whole like,
0: <laughs> they had a whole like, uh, shout factory section. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I was like, oh, this, this is fucking crazy. Cause mm-hmm. in Florence Best Buy, there's only like two shelves. A lot, yeah. Um, but I still spend a couple hundred every time I go in that bitch. Um, but at the same time that Best Buy is removing this, Target is removing movie sections, I feel like, like you said, the whole reason for this episode is that there is a kind of a resurgence. Well, I think amidst so the strike, weird. that conversation's coming up more because we are seeing like streaming residuals are hurting the mm-hmm. people that are actually like producing it, they're making this uh, relevant to more Steve's interest, Paramount with canceling Star Trek Prodigy and then removing it from Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, is like just subsequently and kind of like not retconning it, but kind of just acting like, yeah, we don't know what that is. But like splitting the seasons up between like the DVD releases and things like that. Like, you know, it's one of those where it's just like, yeah, you don't know how long this stuff's going to be up. How long is it going to last? How long is somebody going to support it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's. And for me, it's like I've seen it too many times where I was like, I'll buy that when it goes. Because initially mm-hmm. I hate spending thirty four dollars on a Blu-ray. That's miserable. I yeah. really do. It's too much. Mm-hmm. However, when if you wait for it to get cheaper, because it, it, it'll be 12 bucks in, in a year, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, not always. Not always. Sometimes it will be 140 on eBay, and that's the only place you can get it now because it's out of print. So now, if I have the money, I'm getting yeah. that shit. I pre order steelbooks specifically, or mm-hmm. really like hot ticket items. Like I have pre orders for Across the Spider Verse. Um, I, um, there's a, 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 re-release, a 4k release of the exorcist. Mm-hmm. And now that William Friedkin just passed away recently, yeah. I, I'm instantly pre-ordered that shit. Well, and that's the steelbook like looks cakes. a lot better than the actual mm-hmm. cover. Yeah, yeah. It looks really good. Yeah, the, the cover for the exorcist looks real bad. And you should your, make that the thumbnail for the show. And to your point, <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to buy, uh, uh, copies of to live and die in LA and sorcerer and, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's his other really really good movie that everybody loves? Um, Doesn't matter. Uh, I can't. There isn't a Blu-ray copy that you can find unless Mm -hmm. it's from like England, and I have to check see what the region is. And it's just like why? Yeah, it's it's tricky. This is like a really famous movie. Like who's? I know there's like business licensing reasons and stuff, but it's frustrating. i Mm -hmm. like, I just want to watch the fucking movie, and it's not on streamers anywhere. And so I was like, fuck it, I'll buy the Blu-ray, and I can't buy that either. Oh, um, John Wu's films, like Chinese mm. films, mm. Hard Boiled, yeah. um, uh, The Killer. I, I can't buy this shit on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I can't. Right. And it's not streaming anywhere. And I there's literally no, like, can't North watch American it. American distribution rights because it yeah. probably wouldn't make any money, any money to do it. Or if they do do it, it'll be like one of 3,000. Yes. Yeah. So it's like I literally have never seen Hard Boiled, and I can't. And that's what's fucked up about like, like That's weird in the age that we live in. Yeah. And everybody online is like, uh, download it, idiot torrent. Right. And I'm not like morally opposed to that. I just literally don't know how. And I refuse to like learn. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Cause that'll be a rabbit hole. I don't want to go in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I'm just not that guy. I get it. I'm yeah. not that guy, pal. Yeah. Um, I'm not that guy, buddy. I don't even have a Facebook. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm just not that guy. Um,
1: yeah, there was a, I mean, I, I don't torrent things anymore cause I I've gotten to a place in my life where I don't have to mm-hmm. like, but when people are like pirating, it's always kind of a, like, uh, do you need to do it? Or are you just doing it for fun? Like, cause I want to be able to give money to the people that made the movie and I want to support them by purchasing Absolutely. things. But also like someone said a long time ago, the biggest problem with piracy at large, uh, is just merely a lack of access like Mm -hmm. it's not easy for people to access these things so they just download them yeah and and Mm -hmm. that always like struck with me like if you make your properties as easy as possible for people to consume the likelihood of it being pirated will decrease it's not going to go away Mm -hmm. but it will become a lot lower the more barriers you put up for people
0: and you see it with like video game emulation you know where mm-hmm. i think from a, from a certain perspective i think we as just a culture as just like as humanity are really really bad about art preservation beyond paintings you know, or yeah. beyond like poetry and writing and literature, you know, mm-hmm. we don't factor in movies. We don't factor in shows. We don't factor in things like video games, God forbid, because, you know, it's not really seen in the same light. We don't see it as art. We don't see it as forms of creation in the majority. And so, yeah, it's things like that where like you see it with like video game emulation specifically with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You know, where people are like, the first time I ever played Chrono Trigger, the first time I ever played Super Mario RPG, first time I played Mario Kart, were all emulated versions because you couldn't find them. You yeah. know, because you didn't just SNESs didn't just grow on trees in like 98. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, I wish they would. I wish they would grow on trees. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd be Plant so one nice. right now. Yeah. I have one of those uh, essentially um, authorized emulators mm-hmm. where it's like the... The SNES in the little box that has like yeah. 50 SNES games yeah, on like it, like the SNES classics. Or? Yeah, the classics. Yeah, yeah. I have one of those. Just thought I'd throw that. Out there. Contra is really fucking hard, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, games were do the stupid, code. dumb, dumb hard back oh, yeah, then. Well, that was they were they were crossing the line between getting the arcade style games, which were designed to just put money into them. Yeah, oh, uh, like be so to, hard that you had to keep playing. Yeah, yeah. you'd have like your quarter games, you your dollar games, but like uh, in terms of difficulty. But yeah, then that transitioned into the console market and it became a really long time before developers could find that line where they're like, okay, how do we make this hard enough that we're not trying to get money from them because yeah. that's not the point of this, mm-hmm. but like also still make it playable. So a lot of those games like Contra yeah. uh so, it, so people can't rent a game for like three bucks and mm-hmm. beat it in a couple days. Disney. Yeah. Did that with the Lion King. That's mm-hmm. why the uh, Roar at the Monkeys can't wait to be king level so hard. It's so hard. It's yeah. so hard. I but do remember
1: beating that game as a kid, and
0: that was one of my greatest achievements. Yeah. That's crazy. I like the, the, the original Dark Souls was Lion King. I, I made that <laughs> I made that joke in a tweet like four years ago for like a crowd of nobody. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It really, really was. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a level before I, I go to make another point. Uh, there's a level in the Lion King Genesis game just while it's fresh in my mind where it's the Stampede. And oh yeah yeah what's so fascinating about that is for a 16-bit like side scrolling pla- uh, side scrolling platformer game they actually created this Z axis where Simba's running away from the stampede but he's staying in place and the hyenas like the actual like scans of the hyenas are just getting larger behind him so it's like creating this whole like idea of a Z axis which is just really cool for a game to do in like 94. They're yeah, ahead of its time. Yeah, you
1: know. And the movie. Yeah. It just couldn't wait to be king.
0: It just couldn't <laughs> wait. It just couldn't wait. <laughs> but uh going back to the the DVD statistics, I just wanted to make like a plea for people who may own a 4K TV and may own a PlayStation 5. Or an Xbox Series X and like has that talking hooked up right to, the, at me. to the 4K TV. No, I'm just saying, and <laughs> and there's a third, there's a tertiary bit that's important in this Venn diagram, and you're still buying DVDs. Okay, mm. that's not me. You have all the means to just go a step further. Pick up the Blu-ray. No one's asking you to go all in. <laughs> just like a couple extra, what is it, 18 bucks for the DVD of Top Gun and 21 for the Blu-ray? What are you missing out on? Yeah. Just upgrade, take advantage. Take 28 part. for the 4K, baby. That's fine. You're getting there. We, you know, We'll get there. You can be, <laughs> you know, join the, the niche of the niche of the niche that is the 20% of the, of the 4K <laughs> sales. But just take a step. Take a step into just a little bit of the deeper end of the pool of the 30% and, and ride that 1080p wave, baby. Get that lossless audio. Get that master audio track and just have a good time. You have a soundbar, you're missing out. You're missing out. You're
1: missing out with that soundbar. And if that hasn't convinced you, viewer, I got two words for you. Come on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> what else you got there? You got any yeah. more, you got any more no, stats? No, no. I mean, it's just like, you know, things about the like, just notes that I wouldn't forget, more or less. Like, no, for sure. There. But, you know, like you got the superior quality. We touched on special features. We touched on. Uh, I think a lot of the argument, too, is like with like streamers from like a business standpoint is let's use like Ted Lasso, uh-huh. for an example. Huge hit on Apple TV Plus, I believe is how you describe it. That is, is that a umlaut the, that on that the, the U or is it two accurate. O's? Uh umlaut okay cool <laughs> yeah. so there's a real good chance that apple will never put out a blu-ray or dvd or 4k uhd release of the three seasons of Ted lasso because if they did why would they get subscribers and i think it's the same with like disney plus where it's just like you know why get you to ba- pay 40 bucks for The Mandalorian once when we can get you 15 bucks a month every month forever to watch The Mandalorian and a bunch of shit you didn't ask for, which is basically just cable. Yeah. But it's just that thing, too, just from, you know, it's easy to see. But and they also, just raise their prices. Disney yeah. And, plus and Hulu. And yeah. And streaming continues just to hemorrhage money unless you're Netflix because they did it first. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's not. it's I don't think streaming if I was going to cancel one today, it would be Disney plus. Suck my balls. Yes. Absolutely. You're going to lose that bluey access? Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Yikes. Is this not a bluey household? Well, my daughter's not old enough to give a shit yet. And my son doesn't, he's 10. Mm. Uh, And I just let him watch stuff he shouldn't have been watching when he was Bluey age. So that's yeah. how I circumvent. Like we were watching Shaun of the Dead happily. So I'm like, OK, yeah, yeah. I'm a bad enough parent where I don't need you, Bluey. That's true. <laughs> I'm a lost cause, Bluey. Cornetto Walk trilogy, away. baby. I got you. By the way, Simon Pegg liked my video on Instagram today. That was nice of him. It's a really <laughs> random massage. Oh, <laughs> oh,
1: that
0: was nice of him. I was so pleased. I bet. Yeah, that's a I big deal. a screenshot to Steve like, dude, what's Simon Pegg?
1: I mean, that's definitely a step up from the last celebrity that liked a video that you sent me.
0: You're like, dude, Dane Cook liked my video. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Dane Cook's following me. Oh, he's. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Oh, look at <laughs> right. oh. man. And that famous uh, senator was it Jeff Jackson or whatever from North Carolina. The famous Jed Jackson? No, not Jed Jackson. No, oh, okay. <laughs> it's way different. <laughs> Um, That's
1: the dude that actually uses TikTok for yeah. political He's yeah.
0: following me. And I don't I'm afraid to follow him back because then we'll be mutuals and he'll have like he's the government, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do, we, do you think he's gonna like message you with like his little scheme? Like or just know. like, Hey Chris, it's been a long time since I talked to you. I was like, my wife sells Lululemon and I, tell
1: <laughs> you know, I don't like, know what my
0: actual fear is. I'm just like when I Chris, went to follow back, I question. was like, eh. let me ask you a question. You want to be your own boss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just like ropes me in. You know, three guys. I <laughs> would you like to get those three guys to work for you. <laughs> it's what you we call me a, a for $6 million scheme. Scheme. I quit my job right now. Um, so I guess
1: I am a. Oh, actually, so it was kind of funny. I uh, updated my LinkedIn for the first time in like six years because um, I kind of have to use it for work more often. And uh, I, I was putting like my new position at work and everything. And then I thought, Dobby. wait a minute. I'm technically a small business owner. Let me just put that in. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And so I put in like, you know, part owner streaming things, LLC. And then like the next day, <laughs> LinkedIn sent me a notification. Is streaming things hiring? Do you want to get some people on LinkedIn
0: to work for you at streaming things? I'm like, no, no, no. no. no we're not, it's not that kind of small business. <laughs> I want to make a LinkedIn for former presidents. They just call it Abraham LinkedIn. God damn it, Alex. (laughs) I fucking love you.
1: That's right up my alley. That's so so geared specifically
0: (laughs) towards me. That is is such a specific Steve thing. Do you know how much he loves presidents? I've heard it mentioned. And corniness. Abraham (laughs) Lincoln. He's so happy.
1: You just made my year. <laughs> Holy shit, that was good. I'm crying.
0: <laughs> it is, I, I just want to be the guy on the show that points out it is not good. <laughs> oh, wait a John Wick's booth, his joke. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Did you say John Wick's booth?
1: <laughs> I need Mr. Wick's
0: booth. Yeah, I'm guessing I'm back. Yeah. I'm going to the theater. super so <laughs> See, there's cut like president a... jokes going on right now. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, Good. do you guys want to... I pulled up a list of some of the best... Or some people's favorite DVD menu Easter eggs.
0: Ooh. Okay. Yes, please. Play on
1: This is from a uh, Reddit post. The top one is, in the Memento 2-disc DVD, you can unlock the chronicle- chronological version of the film. You put in disc two, then...
0: Fight Psycho Mantis from that control. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see you (laughs) like Castlevania. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you have to put in disc two, select
1: the clock, choose the C on the following five pages. You'll see a quiz that shows four illustrated panels of a woman changing a flat tire in a car. And you basically just got to answer a quiz. And then that's like a (laughs) a captcha. Yeah. Like it's like a whole whole bunch of prompts you have to do. Uh, In the menu for House of a Thousand Corpses, if you stay idle on the menu, uh Captain Spaulding will begin talking trash about you and then start
0: ignoring you in return. That one I knew just okay. by virtue of that passing sounds like out with... for the Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a Shenmue? Not Shenmue, I'm sorry. God damn it, Man. <laughs> Shenmue is okay. a great game.
1: No, I know I know. There's that's a sorry, that's a real deep cut for people that no one but me would know that. Like a mega 64 joke? Or no, there was a there's a podcast I used to listen to. And I was also, I did a podcast with a host, um PlayStation Radio UK. Um, my buddy Ben, who co-hosted that, also hosted with a guy named Simon. And so Ben's British and Simon's like super Scottish, so he has like a real thick, like a relatively thick Scottish accent. And there was this ongoing joke where they would talk about the game Shenmue, and, mm-hmm. and, and he had never played it. So he would always go, what the fuck is that Shenmue? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so whenever anyone brings up that game, I just yeah. I think of Simon in my head. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of them. They talk about the, the dancing Yoda. Oh, sorry. It was the Revenge of the Sith DVD.
0: Oh, oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. I'm fixing my notes for my video later. Thank you. Uh, let's see. You don't want to get corrected in the comments. Oh, God, no. You, you do a little bit because that's engagement, baby.
1: There are some odd hidden but features. Not for being fraud.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> the MGM
1: special edition DVD of Blue Velvet, the best being David Lynch on camera detailing his favorite menu items from McDonald's, <laughs> accessible by highlighting the word special in special features menu. So, yeah, there's a bunch of random stuff. I wonder if I
0: own any of these old DVDs that I can do this on You can test it out. I do have the House of a Thousand Corpuses one, but that one I've seen just because I would pass out with the DVD menus on so often. Yeah. I think we all would back then. You know, you stand up late watching a movie and you wake up to some weird shit Mm -hmm. on your DVD menu. There was my old roommate and I would alternate. Some nights I would, or like, in mornings I would wake up and hear, like, the horns and saxophones of the Roseanne theme. And then like coming from his room and then some mornings it'd be like the theremin from scrubs coming in from my room where like, we would just fall asleep to like some random sitcom and the DVDs just looping or like weird, like Simpsons sounds from like the menus and stuff like that. Yeah. No, so. I watched this. I used to own the entirety of weeds. Remember that show? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember weeds. weeds. Mary Louise Parker. Tiki tacky little box. Anyway. Yep. That was a whole thing. That was a whole era. So let's end it with this. I got a fun idea. Steve, you can't really play. Uh, I guess you could. No! <laughs> what is, do you know who that is? No. It's Kurt Russell from Tombstone. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> the Creek scene? Yeah, no, that is, it is. No! I have never seen a better, slow, like, man in slow motion yelling no firing a gun scene than the one in Tombstone. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best of all time. No! With that, with that mustache? Oh, God. All authentic mustaches. What is goal. your favorite item that you own of physical media? Mm-hmm.
1: I was not expecting that. I can answer this. I have physical media still. What's, what's your answer,
0: Steve? Uh, my My Taylor favorite. Taylor Swift, 1989, Taylor's version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy, happy to have still hung on to my Blu-ray copy of Best in Show. Really? Yeah. I still but, have like that. from high school? Yeah. Still, that one has managed to survive the tides. That would be your, yeah. that's your favorite movie of all time. It's like it? my second favorite. Yeah. Rocky and whatnot. Steve?
1: My favorite bit of physical media is I have the vinyl record of uh cory hart's first offense album that features the song sunglasses at night
0: it's, i wear my, my sunglasses, sunglasses at night uh
1: th- that's special to me because my girlfriend gave it to me because we had a very fun night at karaoke where i sang that song and it was like our it was our second date i think that we kind of like because i recorded an episode of this with andy finished ran to the bar where she was and met her and she's like I dare you to sing this song. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And I had been drinking at this point. So I'm sure. like, yeah, absolutely. I'll sing Sunglasses at Night by Corey Hart. And I get on stage and the, da, 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 like that's the song starts yeah. playing. And I'm like, in the microphone, I go, this is a really bad time to realize I don't know the words of this song. Oh, no. <laughs> so I sang the whole song. where like, I would do like, I wear my sunglasses. I got that. But everything else was like. Nah, 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 nah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, she gave me that record as a uh, Christmas. So you you can practice. You can learn the words, right? Yeah. 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 I li- see the lyrics in like the liner notes or. Uh, they are. I okay, believe so. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, baby. yeah, it's a vinyl record. I want to get more into collecting vinyl records, actually. That's Me, too. I That's I a don't even, their, like, I don't even have a record player.
0: Play- And I'm scared of it. Yeah, Yeah. because I already have so many books and movies. So with with the movies, one, what I've had to do is because I've caught myself because before I know it's what a slippery slope it can be to where you're just like, oh, you have like three. And then all of a sudden it's like 30, you know? Yeah, I've literally bought 30 many times. I have a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet that I have built myself that tracks the most recent purchases I've made and like how many days it's been since I've made one. So I can't use the whole like it's been a while since I've treated myself excuse. But then I have a table (laughs) of... Everything that I would love to have that would make like my dream movie library, I have the titles, I have the MSRP price, the max I'm willing to pay, and then the price that I actually paid for them. And then it changes different colors based on how within the price range I am, if I go over or under <laughs> and whatnot, too. But then it breaks out into a whole bunch of other tables from there. So I can see how much money I've spent, how much money I've saved. I need all of that's this. That's what you meant earlier. With my wild-ass spreadsheet. Yeah, it's all the stuff I've learned from like working in an office. When you said we're vastly different people, that's what you meant. Yeah, Because I, I would pay... A fucking stupid amount of money mm-hmm. to never have to do what you did with that spreadsheet. Yeah. Like my, I, I would, keep saying I should sell it. I would. You <laughs> like probably she said, should. She you should, like you should sell that. Make an app like, like about sell it. Like sell the actual like Excel, like the base spreadsheet. Yeah. Just like all the tabs broken out. All you have to do is plug in the information. as like, I wish I was side. like you. you I had do not. it. I had to do it. There's rules. I'm not allowed to double dip. I can't do rules. blind buys. I Here's have set, the thing. I, I had to stop myself from blind buys. I made a separate tab of movies with 4K releases I've never seen that I thought that might look good. And so I can just like over time watch them and see which side of the table they move to, you know. So I so I'll do this thing where my collection's so big. Yeah. I buy movies I already own and don't know I own. Oh, no. See, I have them all cataloged at an app <laughs> fairly often. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do this thing where I take a picture of my collection, uh-huh. and when I'm shopping, it's alphabetical, obviously, because yeah. I'm not a savage. Sure. So I'll <laughs> zoom in and see if oh I have it. it. Get the Blu-ray app. I have the Blu-ray app. It's fucking trash. Just scan the barcode. And there's no way I'm going to spend the time doing that. But you only got to do it all that But much the good once. news is I have, like, 20 <laughs> movies I can just give you because I own multiple copies of them. I don't – but I see I – so <laughs> this is the other thing, right, is – I'm working, trying to keep it within the limited shelf space that I have without trying to ha- be like, I've got to move to the next shelves on these like built-in yeah. shelves. Our I, bought, I, I bought more shelves. Well, we have built-ins in our basement that like the previous owners had done. And so like I occupy like a strip of You're them. You're saying you don't want my free unopened movies because they will, won't fit I, on your no, shelf? I will take them. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. I'm just saying every now and then I go, like right now I'm going through a pruning process because it's starting to get a little tight. I have to get, sh- So I have uh, about 1,000 DVDs and yeah. about 2,000 Blu-rays. That's crazy. And I need to—obviously, I don't want the fucking DVDs, but yeah. some of them don't have Blu-ray copies that exist yet. Yeah. And some of them I just haven't bought. Yeah. So I need to go through and find which DVDs I own mm-hmm. also in Blu-ray yeah. and chuck them, meaning yeah. sell them. Chuck. Um, but I also have like a good 25 Blu-rays yeah. that I just got home, went to put them on the shelf, and went— Fucking idiot! That's crazy. Like Paul, it's usually <laughs> uh, it's uh, something innocuous. Like, yeah. it's, I bought Paul Newman's The Hustler. Okay, yeah, yeah. for five bucks, sure. and then d- saw it for five bucks a year later, and was like, oh, what a steal! I'm, yeah, no, you, know, you, guys, uh, you, they were the hustler. Indeed, he hustled. Yeah. yeah, but also, I have like, a, um, I bought a 4K recently that yeah. I already owned Whoa. And for uh, Jaws, maybe or something. Okay. It um, was not cheap, and I felt yeah. dumb as shit. Oh man! Uh, but I'm just bad with money. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> so I can be, and that's why I have that really intricate spreadsheet. I don't know if it's because I grew up poor. Or Do you like, want the spreadsheet? I won't use it. I'm just saying. If you, just, I, I should. You know, just. I yeah. have a friend who is a, a millionaire in his early 30s. Yeah, because he drives a used Honda Fit that yeah. he bought for four thousand dollars. Yeah totaled it they don't make those anymore made got more money from his insurance than he paid for the car yeah and he drove it for years and then bought another one just like it eats mcdonald's mcchickens uh just a very buys suits and shoes at goodwill you can say you know morgan spurlock he's a very frugal person yeah and i just i'm like i laugh at him and he's like my kids will never have to work. And I'm like, yeah, but your kids know a sad old man who eats <laughs> shitty food, wears <laughs> shitty clothes. Yeah, my kids will never have to work. kids have never seen Death Race 2000 either. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> right. Hey,
1: who's right now?
0: That's right. So anyway. Uh, but yeah. So support physical media. And, uh, you know, also life's short. And it's nice to have something you're passionate about, yeah, you, know, you know, that know. you can look at and give yourself joy. Yeah. Steve's got his karaoke. Um Massive porn collection. Huge. All, all kinds of things that bring I got the joy. steel books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're easier to wipe off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alex, thank you for coming by oh, the yeah, studio. Always good to have you. Alex will be back on later this week to talk about his top five favorite A24 movies. So look forward to that. Tomorrow, our coverage of Forrest Gump is dropping. Mm. Look forward to that. And uh, as always... Be kind to each other and love what you love. Do any of you make a not not trying to get spoilers for the Gump episode here, but do either of you make a forest dump or gumption pun? No, no, it's a shame. No, low hanging fruit we no. left on the tree. Man. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna text you the dictionary definition of gumption and just be like, hey, slime dunk pun somehow. waiting for you. <laughs> and I was like, nah, they'll get it. They'll get there. <laughs> you have more faith in us than you should. No, have. We, we we stick to much higher brow
1: humor like. Just oh, I'm only here to bring imitating it down. his voice, yeah, <laughs> and saying what was directly said in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly
0: that's all we did.
1: We did go through. A, I, I, I don't know. It might have been. It might be slightly offensive where we kind of imagined like if if they made Forrest Gump today, what are the the thirty years between the nineties and now that Gump would have lived
0: through? Oh, 9/11. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah that's, that was the one. Steve that went was right the there, and for no particular reason oh, at no. all. Oh no, Katrina. <laughs> everything happened everything everything bad that happened oh geez yeah that was a whole section we had fun with so look forward to that that's and, not uh, where planes go, go. <laughs> now some people said jet fuel couldn't smelt steel beams but I'm, i don't know anything about that <laughs> go to streaming dot to find other episodes <laughs> patreon.com streaming things follow us on all social medias and just just be kind to each other we appreciate that that's all the time we have for right now. My name is Kit Laser. I'm Alex. Damn it, I hit the, the, the busted button. It's and I'm okay, Steve. buddy. And this was Streaming Things. Happy streaming. Or pop in that Blu-ray.